Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nisoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you'd be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Praise be to God. It's a joy and a privilege again to come and fellowship with you briefly today and for us to study God's word together again today. And I believe this uh, broadcast has been a blessing to many people and I believe also to you. And so I believe also that even today that this very broadcast will also be a great blessing to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now and ask for your blessing upon me and upon the audience and upon your word today. Anoint, O oh Lord, this broadcast. Use it for your glory. Let your wonderful Holy Ghost anoint and empower me, Father, to address the hearts and mind of your children. May your mighty power be released as we speak in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Amen. Today, I'm uh, bringing, uh, sharing with you on the topic of being baptized or filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, while I'm going to be speaking today, I would like you to expect a special move of the Holy Spirit. In fact, here in the book of Acts, chapter, uh, chapter 10 of the book of Acts, is a story of a man called Colenius. He was an Italian uh, military commander. He was a centurion. He had uh, 100 men under him. And uh, uh, the, Lord, the angel of God appeared to him uh, and uh, really uh, uh, you know, addressed him and told him to send uh, to Peter that he will come and tell him words whereby he might be saved. Here in the, in the book of Acts chapter 10, it says from verse 1, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Colenus, a centurion of the Italian, of the band, called it the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He was just a religious person, nice, good, kind person. But he was never born again. He didn't yet know about uh, the, the, the coming of Christ, his dying, his resurrection, his ascension. He was not even a Jewish man. He wasn't even, was not even circumcised, you know. But he was just a nice, good person. So somebody can be nice, good, and God-fearing the way you know how. That doesn't mean you are born again. It doesn't mean you are saved. This man was full of good works. So... He was in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, about 3 p.m. in the afternoon. An angel of the Lord God coming to him, to him and saying unto him, Colenius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodged with one Simon Athena, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee worse what thou oughtest to do. And when the angel was, uh, when the angel which came and spake unto Colonel was departed, he called two of his household servants, a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. So here the angel appeared to him, told him, send to Jaffa. It was about maybe about 50 kilometers away from uh, Caesarea. Send there such a place, such a person. Invite him here. He will tell you how you ought to be 
saved what you ought to do. That means your moral, your morality, your kindness, your goodness, your giving is not enough. Your religiosity is not enough to bring you salvation. Send for such a person. When he comes, he will tell you what you ought to do. Well, he obeyed and sent two of those people. And then they came to Peter. Um, the Lord prepared Peter ahead of time because this was a, 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 a Gentile. Peter was really resistant of, uh, if you have time, read all of that. But we can go down to, um, uh, 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 to all the way here, down to uh, verse um, verse uh, uh, 28. And Peter said unto them, You know how that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. For the God has shewed me that uh, I should not call any man common or unclean. For the work of the Holy Ghost to really be perfected in us and among us, we must be very, very careful how we label people. 29. Therefore came I unto you without saying, as soon as I was sent, for I asked therefore, I asked therefore for what intent you have sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting unto this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. And, and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thy arms are heard in remembrance in the sight of God. I want you to know, those of you who are watching me today, when you pray for us and you send financial donations to this work, God hears you. Your donations, your gifts make a memorial before God. When we bring God's word to you, it is a good thing and a righteous thing for you to desire to support the work of God. Do that and do it today. And God will remember your gifts and visit you in a special way in Jesus' name. Okay, so, uh, and then um, uh, in verse 34, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. God is no respecter of persons. Doesn't care about the color of your skin, where you live, if you are tall or short, if you are man or woman, if you are Jew or Gentile. God is no respecter of person. What he did for me, he can do for you. What he did in the times past, he can do today. If he filled them with the Holy Ghost then, he can fill you with the Holy Ghost today and now. While you are watching me today. What happened here in the home of Colenius can happen to you today. By hearing this word of God, you can be filled with the Holy Ghost and power. Okay? So Peter said, God is no respectable process. Verse 35, but in every nation, he that feareth him and walketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all these things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly. When you believe and hear the message, 
that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died for you and for me on the cross of Calvary and paid for our sins and was buried and on the third day rose from the dead and then ascended to heaven. When you believe this, you become a candidate to receive the baptism or the infilling of the Holy Spirit. This is all that Peter was sharing with these people. And look what happened. Verse, um, verse 41, not to all the people, but unto, unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us, who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. After Christ rose from the dead, he was still seen among them for 40 days, preaching, teaching, and speaking of the things of the kingdom of God, and much more preparing the disciples for the coming of the Holy Spirit. As John the Baptist prepared the way for Christ to come for his ministry, so all that the Lord Jesus did was to prepare the way for the Holy Ghost to come. All he did, his dying on the cross, his being buried, his ascension, his going to heaven, his resurrection, all was to prepare the way for the Holy Ghost to come. All was to prepare the way for the Holy Ghost to come in and feel and baptize all that believe in Jesus Christ. Okay. And verse, um, uh, and verse 42, And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of the quick and the dead. Praise be to God. To him give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sin. Before you can reach out or believe or expect to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you must first of all re receive the remission, the forgiveness, the cleansing of your sins. Baptism or infilling of the Holy Ghost is only for those who have been born again and given their life to Jesus Christ. You must believe that Christ died for you on the cross of Calvary, for your sins, he was buried on the third day, he rose from the dead. You must then ask him to forgive you all your sins and come into your heart and be your Lord and your Savior. The moment you do that, you are now candidate to being filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And so, if I say to him, give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. Remission of sins is the first step. Number two, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. As you are hearing this word today, believe this word. And as you believe this word, the Holy Ghost comes up on you and fills you so that what happened here can happen to you while you are there in your home, in your hospital bed, anywhere you are watching. Let the same Holy Ghost that fell upon this Gentile people fall upon you and what happened to them happened to you in the name of Jesus. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Ghost fell upon the people. Why? They were open. They were receptive. They were not critical. They were not judgmental. They were not suspected. They were not doubted. They were open. Their hearts and mind are open to receive from the Lord. They, they welcomed Peter 
honorably. They respected Peter. They didn't just receive the message, they received the messenger. They were open to receive whatever he has for them. Be open and receive today the same miracle of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. For this gift of the Holy Ghost is for you today. Hallelujah. It's not just for some few people, some Pentecostal people. No, it. In fact, God said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all. Say all. All. Say with me, that means me also. And your son, and your daughter, and your wife, and your husband. The Holy Ghost is for you today. So, receive by faith the infilling today of the Holy Ghost. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. And they of the circumcision, as the Jews who came with Peter, which believed, were astonished. As many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Jews who came with Peter, we are made. They were mesmerized. They were shocked because, you know, these are Gentiles. We are Jews. Salvation is of the Jew. So they were really very careful and skeptical because of traditions and all kinds of biases and prejudices, you know, holier-than-thou attitude. They were wondering, can God also do what he did for us Jews? Also to the Gentiles, they were amazed when God break down their traditions and age-old mindset and show them that he is not a respecter of persons that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Whoever will believe in Jesus Christ, God is ready to pour out the Holy Ghost upon them. Hallelujah. This is for you today. While Peter spoke these words, what happened to them when the, the Holy Ghost fell on them? Look what happened. Verse 40 says, For they heard them speak with tongues. And magnify God. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that this should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? Peter said, What happened on the day of Pentecost is happening here. I'm hearing them speak in other tongues. Speak by Holy Ghost inspired language. Speaking mysteries. Magnifying God. When somebody is praying in tongues, he, is, he or she is magnifying tongues. God is too big. God is too indescribable. God is unimaginable. God is unexplainable. Our human mind, our human language, our human vocabulary is not en strong enough to really offer God worthy praise. So through the Holy Ghost, we are able to speak things that our mind can't even articulate. It is too deep, too rich, too strong to articulate with the human mind. So the Holy Ghost comes and empowers us and makes us speak to God. Hidden mystery. Somebody say hallelujah. And these people, Gentiles, feel the Holy Spirit and begin to magnify God in the Holy Ghost inspired utterances. That's for you. That's for me today. Through speaking in tongues, you express deep emotions, deep expressions from, the, from your spirit man communicating to the almighty God in mysterious language. 
that is so deep, so strong, so rich, so refreshing, so renewing, so reinvigorating, so empowering, and oh, it is unimaginable. The blessings of speaking in the heavenly language. Receive it today in Jesus' name. And so Peter said, hey folks, you saw it, you heard it, you seen it. This has broken down all our doctrines and dogmas and traditions. This is beyond. These are Gentiles and listen to what they're saying. They are speaking in heavenly language, magnifying God. We cannot forbid, we cannot more doubt if they are saved or not. We cannot more doubt if they are clean or not. We cannot more doubt if they, no, the Holy Ghost has done in them what he did in us and to us in the day of Pentecost. So go ahead, these are now my brothers and sisters in Christ, baptize them with water also. Praise be to God. Sometimes God go ahead of all of us. You know, before they even talk about uh, baptizing and filling the church paper, these guys were already filled with the Holy Ghost. God went way ahead of everyone and filled them with the Holy Ghost before they were even baptized in water. Hallelujah. And so you can see that this is the pattern of the New Testament. There in the book of Acts, chapter 1, uh, uh, the Lord spoke it very clearly to the disciples before he went to heaven. He said to them, in fact, in verse 4, saying, Acts chapter 1, verse 4, saying, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, you have heard of me. See, the, Holy, the gift of the Holy Ghost is a promise of the Father. It's a special promise of the Father to his children. The Holy Ghost is not for the unbeliever. It is a gift of the Father to his children. God so loved the world, John chapter 3, verse 16, that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to the world. Jesus Christ is a gift to the world. That whosoever what believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But the Holy Ghost is a gift of the Father to his children, to those who have what received Christ as their Lord and Savior. The moment you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are now a part of the family of God, and the Holy Ghost is for you today. When you preach to the sinner, preach Jesus Christ. Preach the cross. Preach repentance from sin. When you preach to the believer, you cannot preach the Holy Ghost and him filling them, baptizing them, and empowering them to speak in heavenly language. So the Lord Jesus said, stay in Jerusalem, and verse 5, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. Baptized with the Holy Spirit. And then in verse 8, he said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The Lord said to them, when you are baptized, immersed, just imagine when you are baptized in water, you were immersed in the water. When the Holy Ghost comes, you will be immersed. The atmosphere around you will be charged with the presence of the Holy Ghost. You will be under the blanket of the Holy Spirit. When you are blanketed, then you are filled. Many are blanketed, but not filled. Then we are blanketed with the Holy Ghost and then filled. When you are filled, then you speak out in tongues. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth what speaks. The moment 
you are filled, you let go your English language, your Russian language, whatever language you speak, and the next language that comes out of your mouth is the language of the Holy Spirit. Don't hold on to your English. Don't hold on to your Russian. Right away, down there in the depths of your heart, a new language is springing forward. Let go of your English and begin to say those things out of that instinctive language you begin to speak to the heavenly language you do it right now in jesus name hallelujah and this is the language of power you shall receive what power praying in tongues is a tongue of power wonder walking power of god dunamis you will receive dunamis you will receive power Pray in tongue. Tongue is a tongue of power. The tongue of mystery. The tongue of glory. It's a heavenly tongue. You shall receive empowered language. Empowered tongue. Heavenly language. That's what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's a tongue of power. It's a language of power. It, it creates mighty waves in the realm of the Holy Spirit. Hell fears it. Demons fear it. Diseases, sicknesses, all kind of things, they fear the tongue of power. You shall receive power. The power tongue, empowered language. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you will speak mysteries in the Spirit. Hallelujah. And every prayer prayed in this heavenly language is 100% prayed in the will of God. Hallelujah. How would you feel if every prayer you prayed, you prayed in the will of God? And in fact, Paul writing there, and, uh, you, you, you said that be, be, uh, keeping yourself in the love of God by praying in the Holy Ghost. You, when you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you are keeping yourself in line with the Word of God. And you are what? A defying yourself. You are being built up in your inner man. You are being strengthened with wonder, walking power of God in your inner man by praying in the Holy Spirit. You speak in mysteries. You are turning the pages of your life. The moment you believed in Christ, the Lord put a book into your spirit. That is the book of your life. All about you from air till you get to heaven. All about you is written in a book. Just like the Lord Jesus said, I have to fulfill the book written of me. There's a book written about you. Where you will live, who you marry, everything about you is already written in that book. It is put inside your inner man. The moment you begin to pray in the Holy Ghost, in the spirit, you are speaking mysteries. You are turning the pages of your life. Sometimes you may meet somebody and it seems as if you met that person already before. And by praying in the spirit, you are going places, meeting people, doing things. So when it, come, when it becomes manifest in the physical, it seems you've been familiar with that place or thing or person. Why? Because in praying in the Holy Ghost, you are reading through the pages of, the, of your life in the spirit your mind doesn't know nothing but your inner man knows begin to identify with all you've been reading in the spirit praise be to god acts chapter 2 then says when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and then suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting acts chapter 2 the first thing the Holy Ghost did was what? To fill the environment, to baptize them, to surround them, to blanket them with the presence of God. And then, 
And then he says, A production might win any two feet, all the house where they were sitting, and they appeared unto them, clothed in tongues of fire, and he sat upon each of them, and they were all filled. You see, blanketed, and then what? Filled, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The same Holy Ghost that was in the in the in the holy prophets of the old testament that wrote this old testament bible the same holy ghost now comes up on you and fills you and quickens you and i in this new testament to speak the mysteries and to prepare us for the second coming of our lord jesus christ you shall receive power when the holy ghost is come upon you while peter was still yet speaking the holy ghost came upon all who heard the word if you resist the word, if you hinder it, if you don't want it, if it won't come upon you. All who opened up their heart and their mind and received the word, to them the Holy Ghost fell. You can come to a church and cross your leg and be critical and bring out your own doctrine and your own dogma and your own thought, what you think, what you feel, what you are taught in your own churches, and you, you are not receiving the word. As many as received the word, the Holy Ghost fell on them. Our Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 1, in, in Matthew chapter 1, it says these words uh, about the conception of the Lord Jesus. Matthew 1, 18 says, 1, 18 said, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Jesus was conceived. By the power of the Holy Spirit. He was a child of the Holy Ghost. The same way you and I, Jesus said, John chapter 3, you must be born again. Born again how? Born again by the word and by the Holy Ghost. Just like Christ was conceived and born by the power of the Holy Ghost. So also you and I must be born of the Holy Ghost. And then in John chapter 3, I mean in, in Matthew 3, we hear there of Jesus Christ. In fact, it says in... Um, in verse 16, and, and Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straight out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Holy Ghost descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Matthew 1, 18, he was conceived of the Holy Ghost. Here, he was baptized or filled with the Holy Spirit. And then in Luke chapter 4, we hear the story, after he Luke 4 verse 1 says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit to the wilderness. Look at that. Number one, born by the Holy Ghost. Number two, baptized with the Holy Spirit. And number three, now he was filled and led of the Holy Spirit. Before the devil could come to tempt him, he was born of the Spirit, filled with the Spirit, full of the power of the Holy Ghost, and he was led by the Holy Ghost. When the devil came, he was ready to meet any temptation and any demons in hell. You and I will never in these last days be able to stand the wiles, the attacks of Satan, if we are not fully born of the Spirit, filled with the Holy Ghost, and led with the Holy Spirit. And Christ here went to the season of fastings and prayer. And in verse 13 of that, Luke said, he returned back in the power of the Holy Ghost. We must go in the same way to be able to survive the attacks of Satan today. Friend, this is your brother Festus from OSC Church in Prague asking you today 
by the power of the Holy Ghost, receive that infilling in your home. Be filled in Jesus' name. Call, write us today. We want to see and know if you are really watching this program. Can you write? Can you call? Can you send some support today to help us stay on air? We love you, and I love you, and I will see you again very soon. Until then, open up your heart and be filled with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost Anti-Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.